0: Very pleasant outside, especially along the lakeshore, mainly because of the winds. Gusts could reach up to 50 miles an hour at times throughout the course of the day, making Lake Michigan's waves build to 5 to 10 feet by this evening. Scattered showers likely today with highs in the low 60s. Rain tapers off tonight, cooling to the low 40s. Sunshine returns tomorrow, seeing a pleasant stretch of upper 50s to low 60s for most of the week. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns.
1: And welcome to the coaches' show in downtown Stevensville, Full Circle Cafe on Saint Joseph Avenue. Got myself Brett Witkowski, and GB Phil McDonald off this weekend. He is going up to the state championships for cross country as Our Lady is competing up there. Got a quick scoreboard here from uh, volleyball last night. Our Lady defeats River Valley three to one. They win the Division Four District title over at Michigan Lutheran. Uh, there's some basketball going on at the Lake Michigan College Red Hawk Showcase. LMC women beat North Central Michigan College 75-37. North Central Michigan College knocks off Lake Michigan College on the men's side 62-59. Got some high school football division uh, district championships last night. In Division Two, it was East Lansing knocking off Portage Norton 34-24. It was St. Joe losing to Zeeland West 36-18. Evansburg holds off Niles 24-17. Grand Rapids Catholic Central over Bering Springs in Division 5, 56 to nothing. In Division 7, it was Lawton, 35, Schoolcraft, 21. In Division 8, it was White Pigeon over Reading, 34-20. In 8-man football, it was Menden knocking off undefeated Colen, 46-44. In uh, some games going on today, in Division 6, Constantine takes on Grand Rapids West Catholic at 1 p.m. Uh, Lenoui, Christian takes on Martin at 1 p.m., and then we do have uh, one volleyball district championship coming up today at 11 a.m. at Edwardsburg between Niles and Buchanan. Today's show, we've got uh, Coach Prattley from St. Joe, we've got Lakeshore Tennis coming on at 8.30, Benton Harbor Volleyball at 9, and St. Joe Girls Golf at 9.30, and with us today to start the show is Coach Bradley and uh, coached a tough game last night, but uh, obviously a great season for you and the Bears and all your coaches
2: yeah, it was a really good football team, and uh, you know we uh, had some opportunities. And unfortunately, you know fourth down was a big uh, key to the game, and uh, we had a couple opportunities that um, you know, they make a, a touchdown catch. And we had somebody in position to break it up, and he just makes a great play. And another fourth down where we kind of had him tripped up, and somehow he said great balance and was able to, to pick up three or four yards to get the first down, kind of on sideways, uh, horizontal to the ground. And um, you know we had a. a fourth down pass game, about, uh, you know, half a yard short, and uh, just, you know, sometimes that happens, and I'm just really proud of our kids effort. I thought we played hard, uh, just, you know, two really good football teams, and someone's got to go home, so uh, last year was them, and unfortunately this year was us.
1: Did Zeeland do anything different offensively or defensively than what you had thought they would do coming into the game? Uh,
2: defensively, no, I think it, it, they kind of are who they are. It was, uh, he's, you know, I've been coaching against the guy for a long time. Mm-hmm. He's pretty stubborn and uh, didn't do a lot of change. But they came out last night and, and did a lot of things that we hadn't shown. Uh, in the eight years I've coached against them and uh, certainly in uh, all the films that we had. So kudos to them for breaking some of their tendencies and really getting us fits um, on that side of the ball. was a really nice shot.
1: Jerron Brown had another really good game for you. If he's not All-State, there's something wrong with the system. I'd be blunt on that part. 160 yards and, um, you know, 29 carries, just a workload offense and defense. I thought there was one play he actually asked to come out.
2: Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we had the flu bug going around this week. Oh, right, boy. had lots of kids out, and, and so we had some kids that normally would play a little more or do some more things, and, and uh, a lot of kids that really toughed it out last night for their, their team and their community. And, uh, i not going to go into all those names or things that happened this week, but I, I am super proud of someone's those kids. And uh a kid who rarely asked to come out, and, and um, you know, last night he needed a little break for a time or two. And you know, he's just—he's a, a great football player, a great leader, uh, and a great example to young kids throughout throughout the community of what it means to be a student-athlete. And uh, you know, we're certainly going to miss him uh,
1: for the 26th I'm assuming maybe he has some hopes to, to play at the next level?
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, really dive into the recruiting process of him, um, you know, as it goes uh, on further here. Um, nothing yet, uh, you know, but he, he's certainly um, going to have some opportunities where and where, where, what level. You know, we're not sure what his discomfort level will be in terms of fit, but, uh, you know, certainly he's going to be playing on Saturday or Sunday.
3: Yeah, and Coach, uh, when we were looking at uh, the start of the third quarter, you came out with just a great drive, you got the two-point conversion. So it's 20-18 and everything's in it. And then uh, uh, that Roland Roblin is just, boy, he had a – were you surprised at all? Because I know they talk a lot about Gerling, but he just he, – he sort of shot out of a cannon.
2: Yeah, I think they have three really good backs. They have the two that are, are veterans, and, and so we kind of stacked our defense away, um, you know, kind of – Hate to say uh, how this would be said, but you know, we we basically said you got to you got to stop two of the three. Um, so we took our chances that he you know he was going to be a kid that we were going to allow to. Um, you can't stop all three, obviously. So we're going to see if he's got what it takes, and he had a really good football game. So um, yeah, we tried to shut down, stack some of our maybe you know, better players on the other side, and, and um, you know just didn't work out for us. But uh, kudos to them; they they played very well and. Um, we, we had a lot of film, and that was the best game they put all year, and uh, mm. unfortunately, just happens to be the night uh, that was us.
1: And last night had it feel good to have a big crowd. There, yeah,
2: it, was, uh, it was a good atmosphere, and uh, you know we're um, feed off that energy, and so when the crowd gets into it, and um, you know the kids were feeding off it, and I think that uh, coming out in the second half and having that good drive and getting it down to two was was big, and we needed to stop. At some point, we told our kids just give us one stop. Just mm-hmm. one stop, we'll figure it out. And uh, we even had the math game going well, if we could stop the two-point conversion, it was 26 to 18. Mm-hmm. So we get that two points and get to 26 all. And so we See, so points math points. class does matter, doesn't it? it? Really does. Pay <laughs> Maybe um, I mean, we tried you know a couple different ways. Unfortunately, we just couldn't get a stop. We just uh, never in the second half could get them get them off the field. And certainly had them a couple times on fourth down, like I said, but. Uh, Unfortunately, it's just one of those things you just could off the field. And kudos to them uh, for getting the job done.
1: We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have more with Coach Bradley and the St. Joe Bears here at 94.9
4: WSJM.
5: This message is paid for by the Committee to Elect Louise Bargren for St. Joseph Public School Board.
4: Now, more than ever, your child's future depends on who we elect for St. Joe School Board. This November 8th, you can vote for Luz Bargren and Renee Petty. Louise Bargren worked her way through school to become a dentist, and Renee Petty is a curriculum instructor and founder of STEM for Them, a nonprofit that brings STEM to foster kids. Bargren and Petty are rooted in the American values of faith, family, and freedom. They will serve your family by respecting your rights as parents to direct the care, teaching, and education of your children. Bargren and Petty plan to get back to basics with rigorous academics, trades, problem-solving, and critical thinking so that every child has a path to success. You can vote Bargren and Petty for St. Joe School Board on November 8th.
5: This message is paid for by the Committee to Elect Louise Bargren for St. Joseph Public School Board. I'm Luz Bargren and I approve this message.
6: Making a big decision for your business means weighing many factors. One to keep in mind today is product availability. Waiting for a big out-of-town or out-of-state company to deliver can take three to six months. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrot Company. In addition to award-winning quality, our shop copiers and products are averaging three to six-week turnaround. Supply chain issues are real, but three to six months versus three to six weeks is no comparison. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrot.
1: And welcome back to Full Circle Cafe, where you got the coaches show here. Coach's show at Full Circle Cafe Espresso Bar in Stevensville. Also sponsored in part by United Federal Credit Union. They get you. Siemens and Bridgman. See Siemens and Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Rogers Foodland, your family food store. Faster, easier, and friendlier. Parrot Company. Compare it to the Parrot. And Campbell, Ford, Lincoln, Celine. The best. Bottom line is always at the state line. Uh, Coach, you know, last as you had talked about, there was some fourth down uh, plays the Bears didn't quite get. But uh, talk about the the ability to, and confidence you have in your kicker Taylor to go out there and kick a 46-yard field goal and it looked like into the wind. It's that it, like picked up at that point.
2: Yeah, that's right. When we were had talked about it, you know, where's he at we pregame every game about uh, where's the distance we can get going one way and the other, and I really felt like he was kicking it well and, and thought maybe 40. Uh, going into a win, um, but we're in a position where we felt like we needed the points, and, and you know Max is a gamer, and, and uh, we don't give him enough opportunities, because we really haven't had to uh, this year, I mean, he kicks uh, field goals in the quarter central game, week 4 or 5, so, um, you know, he uh, got all of it, and I think it would have been good from 4 or 5 more yards, and if we'd have been going the other way, it would have been good from 65, I mean, he just, um, you know, he really, really can kick the football, and he was a weapon for us all year. Um, Punting, kicking, and certainly on touchbacks as
1: well. Let's maybe go to the defensive side of the ball and talk about some of those guys who had a great season for you. I mean, there were a lot of the names that we mentioned continuously throughout the season, and and Turner, and Capiccio, and Lang, but maybe let you uh, focus a little bit on the defensive side of the ball first.
2: Yeah, sure. Defensive back-wise, we started four seniors, and um, Caleb Gary, um, you know, had a, had a great year for corner. It's nice to have some big size and speed out there with him. Ben at the other corner, um, you know, kid that hadn't played much and kind of really came into his own as a senior and uh, really did a nice job for us there. Obviously, Hudson and Zeran at safeties are, um, you know, they kind of speak for themselves. They're two kids we're certainly going to miss, uh, you know, across the program. I think Dylan Stevens is a kid that started first a receiver for his sophomore and junior and moved to linebacker and. Um, did a tremendous job for us inside there. And, um,
1: and um, you moved him so, from offense to defense, didn't yeah, so, you?
2: And then Elijah Turner, you know, three year starter for us as a senior. We were talking, he got into the average playoff game as a freshman as well. So mm. and he's been around for, for a while. And, um, you know, obviously Jerry at, at Capaccio on, on the uh, D line. And, you um,
1: how many playoff games did he have for you?
2: So that, I think that was number 10 last night for <laughs> him as a high school kid. Well, so yeah, I, 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 he got an extra season. He uh, got, uh, got an extra season, so um, we're going to miss him and his leadership. And, um, you know, Matt Galladay, we call him textbook, just a great defensive mm-hmm. lineman who does everything he needs to do. Uh, Julius Davis playing with an ACL tear all year. Um, wow. Just toughening up because he didn't want to miss his senior year as a defensive tackle. And
1: That's uh, not easy. Not I easy can tell you I had that in college.
2: Football. Uh, Ian Nelson's is a kid who played a lot of JV football last year as an outside linebacker and running back, and he made the switch to defensive end, and uh, you know, just a phenomenal year coming off the edge for us. So so
1: Ian played JV as a junior? As a junior. junior. He played down a little bit. Yeah, and I give some time, and I give guys and parents credit for doing that. Yeah, it was just That's a
2: great t- option to get on the field, and, um, you know, so there's, uh, so you know, those guys that are getting, that are, uh, Xavier Gibbons is a backup defensive lineman who got some time again last night coming off an injury, and battling back to get in some time and um, Jack Hirsch defensive lineman who's a senior um, you know backup defensive lineman uh, Cole Lakin playing a lot of outside linebacker for us. Um, you know trying to go both ways a little bit was just like a tight end and, and mm-hmm. he had a great year for us and made a big hit last night I thought Mike force a fumble get he held on so that mm-hmm. was kudos to him for, for taking that shot. Uh, um, you know, just a just a lot of really good kids on that side of the ball that worked hard and, and uh we had a good year for us. We ended up being the uh, number one defense in our conference in terms of uh, points per game. And, and so, um, you know, when you can be the number one offense and number one defense in, in a conference like ours, uh, you know, you had a pretty good year. Uh, and uh, I think last night, you know, it just wasn't things we couldn't get to stop when we needed it. And, and uh, it's not a fault of effort. I can tell nope. you know, those kids played hard and gave it everything they had. And there's a lot of kids banged up that just kept trying, kept fighting, and, um, you know, it just wasn't meant to be.
1: And maybe we can slide over to the offensive side of the ball and, and talk about those guys. Cause, you know, we talk a lot about uh, the running backs and the wideouts and quarterbacks, and uh, GB's done a great job making sure that we give credit to the offensive linemen. But uh, setting a school record uh, for points scored in a game, which says a lot in the 170 year history of St. Joe football.
2: Yeah, I mean, we were blessed with uh, kids who were super smart. And I think that's, uh, you know, for people who call kids dumb football players or whatever. No, that was because of me. Know, Coach Grosk <laughs> likes to say that we have, you have to have a minor in uh, offensive football in order to be able to keep up with what we do offensively and all the verbiage and things. And, uh, you know, our kids were great, and I think starts up front with our offensive lineman and Jerry Cappaccio, a four-year starter, Troy Painter's a three-year starter, uh, Luke Bennett at center who missed some time and was able to come back. Uh, Kaden who unfortunately, didn't get to play uh, the last – Several weeks with injury, but uh, you know, started for us about three or four games in there at left guard. Uh, Riley Biggins, three year starter, who Mm -hmm. um, was a really good tight end. Obviously, Cole at the other tight end played a little bit for us. Um, Three receivers Jordan Bell, who uh, who, um, kind of came into his own this year, and and a lot of other teams with pass happy offenses he'd have been a a star. And and, uh, Bobby Nate, same thing, just a a big play kid for us who um, did a great job. Cooper is another senior receiver who. And we didn't get as much time but uh, came to practice every day and busted his butt and um, you know, really made sure that he was ready to go and gave us a lot of great looks and obviously sure. you, senior backfield you know with uh, Jerron and, and Trey and Thomas uh, you know I think people uh, don't realize how good uh, Thomas was as a third, third option and uh, certainly stepped up when guys needed it and obviously we moved Huddy over there a little bit as well. Uh, a lot of people
1: are happy. They're all seniors. Yeah, amen. <laughs> uh, not, not you, Amen. But you. the <laughs> schools and the smack. Yeah,
2: you know, Matt Lanier I can't say enough about him as quarterback. You know, we thought we saw some things in him as a young kid, and unfortunately had an injury. Uh, you know, as a as hmm. a, uh, I think it was a sophomore year where he missed a, a lot of time, and um, you know he was able to come back and really earn a spot when Preston was unable to go most of the summer last year with a track injury, and so. Uh, really gave Matt a chance to grow, and, and then last year being forced into the starting role, full time, um, you know, he really has been a great leader for us and kind of a calming presence for our offense, which uh, is something that we need at that position. And, uh, and we had another kid I just want to mention, Hunter Hall, was a sure. kid that uh, a senior that uh, you know missed his freshman year with an injury, missed you know he ended up tearing the same knee uh, this summer and wasn't able to play, but was on our sidelines every Friday and just an of our program. And uh, you know, so another senior that. Um, on our roster, just unfortunately never got a chance to play this year. But uh, it's a great group of kids. You know, I, a lot of times coaches say, well, "I thought that kid was a junior," and I would typically say, "You know, well, if they play on our offense, they're most likely a senior. Um, if they touch the ball, they definitely are a senior." And, mm-hmm. and so we got a lot of big shoes to fill. I talked to some young kids last night, and that was the kind of their theme is, um, you know, they know they have really, really, really big shoes to fill, and it's not just um stats or, or things like that it's the leadership it's the work ethic it's the um, classroom stuff it's all those things that the senior class has brought to our program
3: yeah I thought what was really interesting was the um, and I don't think people appreciate it as much especially as you mentioned with all the verbiage and all the different schemes that you're doing and so forth on offense with uh... when Hankins was uh, you know he, he, he played and then he missed a game or two, and you had to switch, uh, you know, some guys around on the offensive front. And then he came back for a game or two, and that's that's just not easy, so Oh, you're going to play guard? No, now you're going to play center, and we're going to move you over to guard, and different responsibilities, different assignments. And I thought they just did a wonderful job with that uh, shuffling.
2: Yeah, I think you know, kudos to our young sophomores, Camden King and, and uh, Rusty Clare, who are on the offensive line. You know, Camden was a kid that we knew Rusty was going to be our starter at left tackle, and and probably knew that most of last year. And a great kicker. Great kicker. We, we <laughs> another great kicker coming back. But uh, you know that's the thing with uh, you know Camden is we, we were kind of teetering whether he'd be able to how much we could get him in. But we got him on Barcy as a backup. And then literally the the second we made the decision, Luke goes down. And so uh, Camden's got to step in the center for three or four games. And he's got to pump the guard. You know in practice sometimes if somebody's out or gets hurt for a few plays, he's got to go back and forth. And and that's not an easy thing to do. And so. Um, Know, we, we feel good about the future of those two young men and and a lot of bright and upcoming guys that are you're going to hear their names start to be mentioned a little bit more next year as they get get bigger stronger and, and their opportunities come to fruition and uh, you know we'll see how much they work for the next uh, 7 8 months to, to earn their spots and, and shake out what we uh, hope to be uh, another great football team
1: And if I remember right your uh, JV squad was 8
2: and 1 They were were 8 and 1 uh, you know really didn't have a whole lot of close games after uh, they beat Traverse Central in the opener and had a tough loss to Unity up at their place. And, uh, you know, the last game against, or the eight, week eight against the Matterhorn was the only real close game they had. Uh, I think we won by, by three scores. Um, you know, really dominating JV team. Not a lot of stars, but just a lot of young kids who work hard. And we were able to start 22 kids uh, in that group. So there's a lot of kids on both sides of the ball, got a lot of experience. And, um, you know, we have some juniors that have. Been behind some really good seniors uh, as well, and so they're they're itching to get their opportunities. So um, you know it's going to be a great offseason for us to see who who wants to step up. When you got uh, 20 starting spots that are open, based there 19. Um, you know we always say there are 22 obviously, but uh, mm-hmm. when you got 19 definite open spots, uh, you know we'll see how our freshmen develop and if any of them can make that jump all the way up to the varsity level. So um, one of the good things we have a lot of numbers in the program and. Um, you know our kids have kind of uh, been shown the way by this senior class as to what our expectations are off the field on the field in the community and what it takes to get to where we, we want to go and uh, we're close we you know last year we we're a game away this year maybe uh, a game away but the game is uh, you know you got to play those in the playoffs you never know when you're gonna see the team that's going to give you the out and unfortunately us this year was week two instead of week four but uh, you know'm super proud of our kids.
1: We'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll wrap it up with St. Joe head coach Coach Pratley on 94.9 WSJM.
7: Hi, this is Audrey from Imperial Furniture in Dwajak and I'm her daughter Charlotte 60 years ago, my grandparents started Imperial Bedding, making mattresses with their own hands. My Grandma Carol helped make those mattresses when she was a kid. A lot has changed since 1962, but at Imperial Furniture, you can still count on us for the best quality, selection, and customer service you've come to expect.
8: A family tradition for 60 years, Imperial Furniture in Dwidrack, where furniture shopping is fun. Betsy
9: from Wright Farms Market is thrilled to be a Radio Super Saver partner.
0: We love Super Saver because it brings new customers into our business almost every day. The great thing about the Super Saver is if someone's hesitant or has never been to our business, it gets them in the door, and chances are they have come back 9 out of 10 times, and usually they'll bring someone else with them. They love the fact of being able to share a new business with someone else. A hidden gem, if you will, but then if you can get a great deal with a Super Saver, it makes it an even better adventure. And it starts with the Super Saver because people are getting a deal, and it really does work. In all honesty, this is the only advertising that we do do is with the Super Saver.
9: With Radio Super Saver, you give us certificates to be used at your business, and in exchange, we give you commercials on this station. We then post those certificates at radiosupersaver.com and sell them to the public, so you don't have to write a check for your advertising. Interested? Visit radiosupersaver.com, click the link at the top of the page, or call 925-1111 and ask for Bob.
10: If you like to shop, 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 United Federal Credit Union has Visa credit cards that offer perks, perks, perks. And the right card can make all the difference. Our U-First Visa card offers great low rates and no fees, while our U-Rewards Visa card offers, well, great rewards. You choose the card that's right for you. Gotta give you credit for that. Visit unitedfcu.com slash credit card today. United Federal Credit Union, we get you. Insured by NCUA, equal opportunity lender.
1: And welcome back to Full Circle Cafe in downtown Stevensville. We've got the coaches here. We've got St. Joe head coach, Coach Pratley, talking to St. Joe football. And, you know, Coach, one of the things that uh, I like what you do with your program is your guys are involved in the community during the offseason, not just doing football stuff but serving the community.
2: Yeah, I think it's important for us to, to um, understand for our kids what it means to be a community member. And so – um, we do a ton of stuff in the summertime with different organizations helping out when they need it, and we had seven different uh, community service projects this summer. Um, you know, to get out and into the community and do what we need to do in order to, to give back uh, to the community that we're proud to be a part of. And um, you know, I think it's important for our young men to learn uh, that kind of thing. Uh, it's, it's not just football, and uh, you know, we try to do a lot in the community. We try to make sure there are positive influences in our school community and um, you know, teach them a lot of life lessons that are that go long beyond their playing days.
3: And you had mentioned there was one extra player you wanted.
2: Yeah, to Yeah, I, I, I feel Dominic Dubinoff when I was talking about defensive lineman. Uh, Duby's a, a little guy, undersized guy, but man, forty-eight, uh, no, forty, that, forty. Uh, Duby's uh, fifty, I uh, think fifty-eight. Okay. Um, senior uh, defensive lineman, but he's uh, a great, great young man, and, and again, just another one of those seniors who uh, I can't say enough about how how. Great, this class uh, is not only talent-wise, right? They won a lot of football games, but just uh, the great leadership, the great work ethic, the great attitude—just um, people you want your your kids to be like. And uh, we got a, a really good group of young men.
1: And it's a group that came in with you.
2: Yeah, I mean that's one thing. I got a little teary-eyed. I was talking to them last night. It's just a uh, a freshman class that when I came in, really bought in right away, and. and to what we were doing, not only, like I said, not only the uh, on-field stuff, but wearing shirts and ties and sport coats on game days, and, um, you know, teach them how to tie a tie, and and all those things that, um, you know, we, we want to look the part, and, uh, you know, they never batted an eye about all the changes that we were making, different things that we were trying to do, whether it was on the field or off the field, they just uh, embraced it, and, you know, when we talk about the community service hours, I can guarantee you this group of 26 put in more than, than anybody has. Uh, you know, they just really have bought into every little thing we've, detail we've done in our program. and uh, We're certainly going to miss their, their leadership, but we know um, they provided a lot of opportunities for the young kids to see what we expect and what what it takes to get to where we want to go, and um, can't thank them enough.
1: And let's uh, give you a chance to uh, talk about something. Well, if you want all your assistant coaches, you have quite a few. Um <laughs> almost like a minor company out there on the sideline <laughs> but uh, a lot of those guys you know and their families they give up a lot of time to help bear football
2: yeah i think that uh it's a lot you know we, we sat around last night after the game at my house and uh, some of us were way too late but uh, <laughs> you know just an just a great group of guys and, and believe in doing things the right way and um, loving on kids and teaching kids it's not about screaming and yelling and not your grandparents football team and you know, we don't bash heads we don't condition for four hours and you know we, we just love on kids and we teach and, and uh, you know that's what they're all about and I, I think I mentioned most of our names you know during the the, the, uh, the year but um, defensive staff coach Graziano our defensive coordinator phenomenal uh, guy just loves kids and kids love playing for him. up Church back is our defensive back coach. Ben Yeager uh, defensive line coach and does our strength and conditioning uh, teacher at the high school and just phenomenal job there and uh, Logan Jones works with our linebackers coach Aaron Homestead, um, Which our special teams and helps with linebackers as well. Um, Evan Wilson is a young guy who's coaching freshman and mm-hmm. helping with defensive linebackers, a former player, former captain. Uh, Ian Brown is our freshman coach. Um, we have Brandon Grumman an alum back, helping with our freshman team. Mike Polerito down there as well. Um, you know, on the offensive side, Jason Catania, our wide receiver coach, as good as there is in the in the country doing that. Sam Wallace, an alum back, coaching our offensive line. Uh, Rich Hugh is back coaching our tight ends this year. Um, Bob Yack is our running backs coach and, and uh, our head JV coach, and, uh, and does a great job taking pride in, in that you know JV team and what they're doing, and um, you know it's just a, a great group of guys um, again that believe in in treating kids the right way. And um, you know, I, I laughed. I overheard a parent uh, at the middle school level talking about that you know we need to hit more and, and run more at this level or something, and I it wasn't a knock on them, I just, I don't think they realize we don't ever hit in practice, we don't, uh, we don't do the old school take to the ground, our kids are never, never go to the ground in practice, we don't bash heads like it used to be, um, we don't condition at the end of practice, we condition during practice, and, and I think that if you watch us go tempo, and you watch us, you know, wear teams out, uh, you would think we must run, you know, 30, 40 minutes every day in practice, we don't run at all, we never line up on a line and say run this or that, like, we do that in practice with drills, going between drills, and, and carrying out drills and going fast in practice and, and you got to have a special staff who buys into that. And I think the other thing that they do well is understand we're going to try and play a lot of kids. We're going to start a lot of kids. We're going to build a program with a lot of numbers because we think we can influence our community with young men who go through our program. And so um, it takes special coaches to, to maybe want to steal that kid from another position say, hey, but we got to have him over here and say, no, coach that kid. Uh, if you do that, we'll be better off, and our program will be better off. So, really appreciate them and, and our, our wives, certainly my wife Kristen and and family, um, mm-hmm. taking the time to allow us to do what we want to do. And and uh, it is a ton of time. This is going to be a rough couple weeks because we, you go from seeing our staff and our kids, you know, uh, sometimes our staff way too many hours um, between Sunday nights and and Friday nights and and whatnot. To to really, we kind of go into hibernation mode in terms of seeing each other and. Um, so it's, uh, it's kind of a little bit sad in that way, but, um, you know, I just want a special shout out to my family and my daughter, Brianne's got a big swim conference tonight. My son's obviously playing in Chicago, so I'll be splitting up my wife's going to watch Brianne with the uh, conference championships and my son, uh, you know, I got, I got football duties, so, um, you know, it's cool. There's a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, she says, that's my She at Valpo Razor? So, uh, no, it's my daughter, Brianne, who's a high school. Oh, high school. Yeah,
1: okay. So Smack championships, yeah, championships, right?
2: Yeah. So I got a chance to go watch her yesterday, uh swim in the prelims she and her teammates had a great day and nice. um, she's going to be swimming all four finals today and so um, be a state championship in a couple of weeks so uh, it'll be great that have to get to go last year because we were playing the same day uh, but this year i got an opportunity to go watch her swim in the state finals so um, great great family support for me and, and for our staff as a whole
1: Well as always coach we appreciate taking the time before games and coming out here early in the morning on Saturday to wrap up Bear football it's been uh, nice to have those nine victories in a row, but we always appreciate when coaches are willing to come on and be positive about their teams, even in light of, of tough losses like there was last night. But congratulations on a great season, and uh, we look forward to continuing to be the home of the Bears next season.
7: Appreciate
2: you guys. Appreciate the coverage and, and all you guys do for our program. And uh, give a special shout-out to the girls and boys cross-country team today. As right. Well. Uh, good luck at State, and uh, hopefully we... Uh, you know, get some great runs and, and maybe bring out a trophy or so so uh, appreciate you guys and go bears
1: there you go we'll get coach May- uh, mike muller on uh, i think next week is our goal to wrap up that so we'll take a quick break when we come back we'll talk Lakeshore tennis on the coaches show on 94.9 wsjm Midwest
8: your monthly cost on entertainment tv 100 dollars a month internet 50 plus dollars a month cell phone tack on another hundred dollars add it all up you're paying three grand a year at least for entertainment but what does your radio cost you nada it's free free music free news free entertainment every single day no monthly charge no annual fees Midwest family local
11: this is breaking news Michigan the truth about radical joy Andrews has been leaked Joey Andrews was caught comparing local police officers to Nazis, saying, quote, cops and Nazis are natural allies. Andrews went on to suggest that all local law enforcement are, quote, racist. And Joey Andrews even promised to defund police departments if elected. With a crime wave surging across Michigan, we can't trust radical Joey Andrews to keep Michigan or our families safe. But what's not breaking news is that Kevin Whiteford believes that our communities need to be protected. That's why Kevin Whiteford is endorsed by Berrien County Sheriff Paul Bailey, Allegan County Sheriff Frank Baker, and Van Buren County Sheriff Daniel Abbott, because they trust Kevin Whiteford to protect and serve Michigan families, keeping our streets safe and families protected. Kevin Whiteford for State Representative. Paid for with
4: regulated funds by House Republican Campaign Committee, authorized by Kevin Whiteford.
0: Not very pleasant outside, especially along the lakeshore, mainly because of the winds. Gusts could reach up to 50 miles an hour at times throughout the course of the day, making Lake Michigan's waves build to 5 to 10 feet by this evening. Scattered showers likely today with highs in the low 60s. Rain tapers off tonight, cooling to the low 40s. Sunshine returns tomorrow, seeing a pleasant stretch of upper 50s to low 60s for most of the week. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns.
1: No, you, you don't sound good whether you're on the air or off I the air, GB. So we are back on the air. <laughs> this mic should make me sound like. Uh, uh, girl yeah, go get your hot chocolate. All, All right. right. <laughs> Sorry, but welcome back to Coaches at Full Circle Cafe in downtown Stevensville. Great historic building here. Great breakfasts and, and meals, so make your way down to. Uh, How anybody
3: knows that? Brett does.
1: If there's a good meal in town, I yeah. know exactly where it's at. Yep. <laughs> this is on top 10 list. Not top 11,
3: like yeah, yesterday, I was but top tell 10. Bradley, of all the coaches, you can't get rid of garage because we <laughs>
1: cookies. We're here with Lakeshore first year head coach, Ab- Adam Teen. Teen. Albertine. Teen. Team. Albertine. Albertine. See, you got me messed up. I, I had won't. it right in the beginning. I was going over names at 8 o'clock. Just leave I me do. alone.
12: I won't say another <laughs> word.
1: Beer Co- for the food. <laughs> Coach, we appreciate you coming out. And uh, our goal here in Coach's Show, as always, is highlight the, the local sports in the area. And, and let's talk a little bit about Lakeshore Tennis. This is your first year as a head coach. How was that being a head coach? I'm sure you were an assistant and before
12: No. Oh never, wow. Never so, an assistant. Nope. Just yeah, jumped in both feet and uh, swim like crazy, and hopefully stay afloat. Now, did you did you play? I did play, okay. yes, yes, so, there uh, is a background behind tennis, yes, okay. it was not... High school, college, or...? I played in high school and I played in college. Okay. Did you really? Yeah, I played at Valparaiso University.
1: No kidding, well, wow, D1 players, that's pretty good.
12: Oh, I was got my butt kicked every day. But well, it doesn't matter, you're still D D1 <laughs> player. It. I played at
1: Ball State, I got my butt <laughs> kicked too. <laughs> yeah,
12: but you need a helmet.
3: Yeah, you
1: your... well, that was my problem. So let's talk about the Lancer team and, and taking over a program the first year. How is it when you walk? Or when did you get the job at Lakeshore?
12: So I was talking with the athletic director before last school year wrapped up about maybe being a potential assistant. Felt a little bit more comfortable at the time. He's like, "Oh, you mean you mean head coach?" I was like, "No, please, assistant, please." <laughs> and then he said, "No, you mean head coach?" I was like, "I really do need assistant." And so about halfway through the summer, we were talking, and he's like, "All right, I need a coach." And I was like, "All right, I'll oh go. wow." So. And at that point, I said, "All right, I'll do it." And looking back on it, I thought it was very, very silly that I wanted to be an assistant because being head coach was absolutely awesome. That's great.
1: Um, did that put you behind a little bit?
12: It did. It did put us from a, little a training. Bit, yeah, with training aspects and like open courts, we really didn't get a swing into it until late July, and season starts up second week of August. So it was a quick turnaround just trying to communicate with all the parents and players of like what open courts are, what that's gonna look like, all that fun stuff.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, how do you how do you recruit then a little bit, I guess, to get players out when you're getting a job June or July? You pray. <laughs> well, that's our show. I hope yeah, you were doing that before me. you came yeah. out here. He was well suited for yeah, that Yeah, you can stay the
12: rest of the segment. <laughs> you sit around and you pray. Uh, no, fortunately, there is a um, there's a lot of players already on the team. Mm-hmm. They didn't lose a whole lot of players from last year to this year. Um, so that made my life a lot easier. And I believe just through word of mouth of uh, there being a new coach, um, people wanting to come out and play. A lot of sophomores that have never played before came out oh, well. and played, which is awesome. We had uh, quite a few freshmen who have a background in tennis that made the varsity team. That helped tremendously and just a really good foundation to take over. And that's
1: got to make you happy as a coach to have freshmen on varsity. It does. I mean, for your future years.
12: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I wish that one like our seniors could do a fifth year so that way it would make it even better. But for- fortunately for them, they're academically very successful.
3: So as uh, as you've been t- teaching there two years, you said. Yep. So were you familiar with the culture and with the tennis program uh, around it, or is that even new
12: for you as well? Then? Very new for me as well. I okay. had no idea what the culture around the tennis team was before I took over, and I didn't really care. <laughs> I said, hey, we're starting new, and mm-hmm. let's start fresh. And unfortunately them, they had to stare at my goofy face two hours a day for five days a week, so... Radio suits me well with my facial features. <laughs> uh, that's what they tell us. Yeah, time. that's why we're here. Yeah. Um,
3: Face made for radio.
1: You know, one of the things I think people don't realize is, is when Lakeshore plays St. Joe in football and basketball, it's a big deal. But it's a big deal in tennis, too, isn't it?
12: It is. It is a big deal. And fortunately, the head tennis coach over at St. Joe, Brian Norris, mm-hmm. is an incredibly nice individual. Mm-hmm. He is probably one of the biggest helps that I had this year. You know, outside of, obviously, my assistant coach and you know the athletic director, he was probably one of the biggest helps I had this year in just helping me out any questions that I had. And it was always fun and challenging playing their team.
1: Now, and I know, historically, the SMAC Conference is a very good tennis conference.
12: Yeah. <laughs> that, that was a wake-up call. That was, you know, you're playing teams in there that all historically go to state every year and are ranked in the state. And for that to be like your normal competition, and you see them every single week and on the weekends at tournaments, was it was a good challenge for us. I believe mm-hmm. it got us ready for the push at regionals to make it to state.
1: And you made it to state, then you got.
12: Yep. For, yeah. yeah. First year in a very, very long time. Wow. We made it Must to have state. Been the coaching. You got your contract renewed, I bet, didn't yeah. you? <laughs> it's only downhill from here. So. <laughs> uh, now you're on the right show perfectly. <laughs> uh, yeah, first year making it to state. Uh, fortunately, had a lot of players that you know bought into the program right away. Of Look, we're here to be competitive and to take things seriously right away. Yeah. And it does Like every time you go out there. You are the best person on the player on the tennis court until proven otherwise. So play like it.
1: We should have had him come out about seven fifteen in the morning to get us ready for this I show. Know, yeah, we, that's what I'm we need. Ready. We'll take a quick break. When we can come back. We we'll have more on Lakeshore Tennis on the Coaches Show at ninety four point nine WSJM.
13: Have you ever downloaded a news app that claims to be local only to find out it's actually reporting national news from Chicago or Detroit? Town Crier Wire is a truly local news app. Oh yay, oh yay, oh yay. There's nothing else like it. It's 100% free and unique to Southwest Michigan. Local reporters generate stories that matter to you, covering Berrien, Van Buren, and Cass counties. Stories conveniently arrive on your device. No subscription. No hoops to jump through. Just visit your app store. Type in Town Crier Wire and hit install. That's it. If you haven't downloaded the Town Crier Wire news app yet, now is the time. Check out the improved user experience and exciting new features. New alert settings allow you to choose between business, sports, news, and weather closing notifications. Listen to any of our 12 radio stations directly from the app. Find hundreds of local podcasts created by local personalities. And it's totally free, so try it now. No paper to buy, no tree must die. All the local stories while
14: you live life on the fly.
0: Town Crier Wire.
14: Town Crier Wire.
0: Town
13: Crier Wire. wire. Midwest Family Water Safety Tips are presented by Block provisioning center meet us at the block b-l-o-c blockdispensary.com
8: lake michigan some call it the michigan ocean so beautiful in all four seasons but as beautiful as it is we have to respect how powerful and dangerous it can be according to data from the surf rescue project 33 have drowned in the lake this year the highest in any year since 2013 we need to do something to help. That's why Midwest Family and Block Provisioning Center present water safety tips to educate and keep you safe in all four seasons on the piers, with the ice, and on the boat and beach
13: in season. Be listening for water safety messages here and visit our website for safety videos, podcasts, and links to find more water safety tips. Presented by Block Provisioning Center. Meet us at the Block, B L O C, BlockDispensary.com, and Midwest. West family,
1: and welcome back to the coaches' show. Brett Mcaskin, along with GB Phil McDonald, is off this week as he heads up to the cross country state finals at Michigan International Speedway. Our lady uh, is, our lady of the lakes cross country team is in the state championships today's coaches' show brought to you by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville. Also brought to you by United Federal Credit Union. They get you. We've got Lakeshore Tennis on here today. And, and Coach, let's talk about your season. I mean, uh, off the air, we're just talking your tough regular season really allowed you to make history in regionals for you.
12: Yeah, absolutely. No, When you're going up at teams like Mattawan and Battle Creek Lakeview. Yeah, Lakeview
1: seems to be really good in tennis.
12: Lakeview but, is very good at tennis. And Mattawan, I believe, was ranked this year top five. In the probably team. in Division Two in division two. Yeah. Yeah. They're all division two. Port of Central was also ranked top ten in division two. And so it was playing them every single it seemed like every single weekend. I was gonna just, say almost your tournaments you're just you turning yeah. over the same team. Right? right. And so you're having players play each other two, three, some four times in a season. Where it's just like that's a big mental hurdle for it. Like any tennis player, like playing 'em four times in two months. Like Professionals don't do that before <laughs> you even. get and you to probably didn't games, do right. Yeah, before yeah. you even make it to state. Yeah, you're doing that.
1: And yeah. you probably didn't do that in college either.
12: No, no, no. At most, you'd play some teams three times. Right. At most, like, one for the regular season conference, maybe one for a tournament, and then one at the end of the year tournament. Would be at most.
1: So let's talk about the uh, the SMAC conference and how that went for you.
12: Uh, conference went okay. We. Uh, we were competitive. We were competitive yep. every single match, and we had a couple individuals win our uh, place. We had our one singles, Landon Coates, he won the conference, and in his, in wow. his Yep, and then two singles, his brother Spencer Coates finished runner up, and then our three singles, Robbie Westendorf, finished as third place. Seniors, juniors, where are they in the mix? So one in three singles, Landon Coates and Ry Westendorf are seniors. Seniors, okay. And then Spencer Coates, the younger Coates, as we call them, is <laughs> two singles. And he's no is or? a freshman. Oh, heavens. Which is very nice for me. <laughs> yeah, very nice
1: for you. And then uh, talk about how, going into regionals, what was the mindset going into there?
12: The mindset was if you looked at all of our places and our seedings, is that there is no reason why we could not make it out. Hmm. And you looked at every single one, every single person and every single or double team had a winnable match to start. And so if you have winnable matches and they do what we need to do and we show up, and you only need 10 points to go, Hmm. or it's top two. And so you have eight seeds, eight spots, and then if everyone shows up that day and performs... They you automatically have eight points. And you only need two more to go. And we won seven out of our eight first matches. Oh wow. And then we had, I believe, five of our individuals go to the semifinals. So they won the next match as well. And we had four half our guys were in the finals.
1: So you picked up a lot of spots. points then yes. to move on.
12: Yes unfortunately, at the ire of St. Joe. We had to beat St. Joe in oh, every single spot to get there.
1: And so that rivalry was probably pretty intense in those matches, I would think.
12: It was intense, but again, Brian... Respectful. Respectful. Yeah. Very, very respectful. Brian Norris and I um, get along very, very well. And it was it was funny, by the end of the day, he was kind of always like, wow, you guys kicked our butt. And I was like, I'm sorry. Not personal. Not personal. Yep. So, yeah.
1: And then expl- explain how it was then for the team for the first time in, in history that or people can remember that Lakeshore Tennis won on to the state championships.
12: Well, we had 10 points by noon, and the conference went on until 5 o'clock. Oh, so, how exciting now. Yeah, so it was one of those things where we are in. You and celebrate we were, for a while. And we are still playing. And <laughs> it really turned our eyes to, let's win it. And then we were talking, I was telling them, I was like, there's a trophy over there. I like trophies, right? There's no reason why we can't get a trophy. And we are only about two or three points away from beating out Sturgis to win regional. I believe they had 18, and we have 15 points.
3: Well, they just get you in a couple
12: of head-to-heads. Yep. Basically? So they beat us in the finals in our one doubles, and the finals in our or the semifinals for our three doubles, okay. and that is what ultimately nail in the coffin for not getting it, but. Still, the ability to go out there first year in a long time, yeah, it was worth it to our guys to see that they are competitive enough and like are good enough to make this happen for the foreseeable future. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: How do you determine who plays doubles and who plays singles? Can can they play both? No, no. Okay, so then you got to make a determination.
12: Yeah. Yeah. So we do a ladder where everybody plays mostly everybody to start out the year. And so the best person win that doesn't lose is on top. Second is two singles, three okay. singles, four singles. And then after that, you look at the groupings and you look at, honestly, you look at personalities. And you're like, okay, you are six foot two, you're a lefty, and you serve really well. You are six foot two, you're a righty, and you have great net play. You're a double team. Okay. And that's kind of how, and like personalities are going from there. Um, and how they are in the ladder is how you go about making double single, or at least I did this year. Going forward, now you can figure out, especially with the JV players and people coming in, they know where they're at, and they know where they're at with the lineup. Are they
3: set then for season, or can you move them if you need to, like, oh, one single's got hurt, so I need to take one of my doubles players and because obviously two, three singles would move up probably. So then I'm going to take a doubles and move him into four singles.
12: So it's not that much, no. Okay. You can challenge. So doubles teams can challenge each other. So like two doubles is improving a lot, and they can challenge one doubles. But they can't
3: go into singles. They there. cannot
12: go into singles. So let's say that our one singles goes down, we need to have our a JV player go and play singles. one singles. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you don't even move two or three up, though. no. Oh, wow. No. Wow. That's a lot of strategy. That's
3: a lot of strategy.
1: I would definitely be a doubles player because oh, yeah. the, the movement on be. the field would, on the <laughs> yeah. court, would not be there. Yeah. We, we'll take a break. When we can come back. We'll wrap up a Lakeshore Tennis on the Coaches Show, ninety four point nine WSJ.
14: I think we can all agree that life is more than just your job and. That's why life truly is better in Michigan's great Southwest.
10: There's more to it than just finding a good job. It's really about having a good life. This community has so much to offer.
14: Cornerstone Alliance Director Investor Relations, Christina Frank.
10: This community also is fully encompassed in the fact that you have volunteer opportunities. It's a great place to raise a family. There's so much, you know, natural resources to go and enjoy. There's an exciting nightlife now. You know, there's things to do.
14: And when it does come to employment... Cornerstone Alliance president and CEO Rob Cleveland says the local economy provides a lot of opportunities. There are great jobs at LECO and uh, at Whirlpool and Lakeland, and there's all these great opportunities here all the
13: time now as the young people want a meaningful career, a meaningful exactly. experience. I thought we
10: could sit you down and give you a list of 10,000 things you could go do in this community to be meaningfully engaged.
14: Indeed, life is good here in Michigan's Great Southwest. Underwritten in part by Cornerstone Alliance Investor, Arcadia Gardens Landscape and Design. One
7: size fits all. There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store.
14: At Siemens in Bridgman, you're treated differently than at other dealerships. No sales pitch, no hassle. They simply ask, how can we help? And do exactly that. The sales consultants can build and order the brand new car you deserve. And good news, 70% of the vehicles they order are ready in just 8 to 16 weeks. Don't wait until you wish you had heated seats this winter. Go to Siemens in Bridgman, the dealership with a personal touch, or visit Siemens.net today. You'll be really glad you did.
1: Yeah, when
15: I was by the time there.
12: I got there, was like, look at
1: this awesome center. Welcome back to the Coach's Show. We're talking Lakeshore tennis. And uh, Coach, we'll give, give you a chance now to, to talk about uh, some of the coaches who helped you out, the coaches who helped you out, and then uh, talk about your players that you had this season.
12: Absolutely. The biggest help by a long shot was my assistant coach, who is the head girls basketball coach at Lakeshore, Mike Clark. No kidding. Yep. He has helped me out. Immensely. So he also played college tennis at Anderson University. Right. Okay. And That's in so Indiana. Both of us, with our personalities being fairly laid back, made it mixed <laughs> very, very well. And it was awesome. Just after practices, just sitting around, usually eating pizza, and. Uh, talking tennis for like a half hour, forty-five. Minutes. You might want to hire You a might want to call. People. Yeah, I'll, I'll be your assistant <laughs> coach now. If there's free pizza. Yeah. He's in. yeah, and talk tennis and the team. Uh, no, I just eat practice. pizza. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> you can do the net play. You don't got to move a whole lot. It was, it was, I'm was, all over you that wingspan. Yeah.
12: <laughs> and uh, so he, first and foremost, him absolutely um, helping me out is was invaluable. And then after that, he had a lot of coaches in our conference who are very very welcoming brian norris st joe i already talked about him very very nice guy and we're talking about getting a a potential tennis tournament between Lakeshore and st joe and inviting some of the other local teams over to just switch it up and play some new people other mm-hmm. than Madawan and alligan every weekend and so that will be we're going to talk here hopefully if he's listening Oh, he's listening. Oh, yeah. Everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talk sometime this winter about setting that up. And Portage Northern's coach as well was also very, very helpful. Every time that I met her, she went out of her way to say hi to me, and we would just sit around and just talk tennis for seemingly the entire match. And then during changeover, we'd coach our kids, and then we'd come back and then just go back right back to our conversation. That's great. So
1: And maybe talk about the, the players that you have on the program right now. Yeah.
12: So, unfortunately, we do have two seniors that I need to talk about first that were awesome this year. Landon Coates, who is our one singles, powerful lefty, and probably one of the better tennis players I've ever seen at the high school level. And as good as he is a tennis player, he's an even better person. I believe he has well above a 4.0 GPA. And sky is the limit with where what he wants to do with his life, and the family is absolutely awesome as well. His brother, I get the fortunate at two singles to be a pain in his butt for the next three years, as long as he plays, please play, Spencer, <laughs> and other senior was at three singles, and that was Robbie Westendorf, who was really the heart and soul of our team, and he was a person that definitely held people accountable every single day, held people accountable would get on them if they're not hustling which is a coach's dream. But that means I don't have to talk that much and I don't have to yell. And you need that. Yep. I mean, it can't always come from the coach. Yep. My the best teams I have ever been on were like player-led teams. Mm-hmm. And the coach was just there for instruction and to tell you like the logistics of what's going on tournament-wise or match-wise. And so I was very happy with our players this year of being very student-led and taking responsibility of their own actions and how they play tennis.
1: You can talk about the other players that helped out, sure.
12: Then we have at four singles, we have Josh Tomlinson, who was our two singles player last year. He was down to four singles this year and did very well. Improved massively over the year. He was having problems with a tennis elbow to start off the year, Mm -hmm. and then by the end, no more tennis elbow problems and probably one of the smoothest strokes forehand-wise and backhand-wise that we have on the team. And so it's going to be really, really fun to watch and see what he does over the offseason to come back next year and really challenge for those upper-level single spots if he wants to. At One Doubles, we had another all-conference team that was um, made up of Nathan Vanderluft and Sam Pickens, and that was a sophomore and a freshman, which will be...
15: An- uh, another one, few years another settled few for years,
12: you. years, yep, at One Doubles if they want it. And that would be... Very, very nice for our team to have and a consistency right there. Two doubles was Henry Lemon and Logan Bellinger. That was a weirder pairing when you're looking at personality-wise. There are two guys that were kind of goofballs in the best way possible, and they played really good tennis. They played just really, really good tennis, even though it was a little bit unorthodox at times. It was made up of a Henry as a junior and Logan as a freshman. Mm. So for them to be able to get along with that type of age gap, especially in high school, you have someone that's essentially an eighth grader coming in mm-hmm. and a junior. Awesome. They won a lot of close matches for us. Three doubles and four doubles were made up with different pairings throughout the year trying to see who stuck with who and like what we could do with each other and win games. So that was a mix of Robbie's brother Andrew Wessendorf Big-time serve, big-time forehand, Rishi Kupilaru, again, big serve, big forehand, Bergen Fischer, who is probably one of the best defensive players that we have on our team, was able to get down to everything, and Dante Mondardo, who is from Brazil, came over this year, and again, just one of those players where you can make a lot of plays made a lot of plays. And so I was just trying to cycle through those guys and see who stuck was most of our year.
1: For you as a first-year head coach, what was, I'm going to say, the biggest surprise for you as a responsibility or duty? The as a su- fir-
12: The support of the community was really cool. That's great. They were really, really happy to see me coaching and were very supportive of everything that I did, even though I mostly just get out of the way and let the players do their thing. Um, that was the biggest surprise. And also just how talented the team was going in. I felt as though there was very, I didn't have to do a whole lot. I wasn't teaching people a brand new forehand. I wasn't teaching people a brand new serve. The team has already had those foundational skills, and I just tweaking after that made my job very, very easy. Yeah,
1: you don't want to have to start with the basics for varsity.
12: Right, yeah, which, again, I had no idea what the program was at. So I, in the back of my head, I was like, we might be working on serves and teaching serves for a week. Do they but do a
3: lot on the offseason? They do. They do. Okay. They have a
12: lot of players that go to South Shore hmm. and also that go to the Academy of Niles as well. I've which, heard
1: that's really kind of gotten popular down there. Yeah. I Niles. have.
12: We have three or four players that go to Niles, and I would say we have probably about five or six that go to South Shore. Right. I'm supportive of them just playing in the offseason. I don't care where. I am Team Lakeshore, not Team Niles or Team South Shore. I am Team Lakeshore. So as long as they just go and hit, that's awesome for me. I was a person. I never took lessons when I was in high school. I just hit. You're just good. I, I, I'm just a natural athlete with <laughs> this. with this. You can't see my body, but body built sculpted. like sculpted, sculpted dwayne johnson level yeah.
1: of an athlete <laughs> just keep them in the can so you don't yeah. have to open that can up and take care, of, they, take care of stuff yeah
12: so that was most of my big fan is just trying just go and hit as long as they just go and hit in the offseason that's all it that matters to me yep.
1: well coach we really appreciate you coming on and talking lakeshore tennis it's a great season making the state championships getting through regionals making history there And uh, look forward to having you on for future years on on Coach's show. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We'll take a quick break. We'll have news and weather on 94.9 WSJM.
6: Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Nevada are some of the states with Senate races that could determine which party controls the Senate. In Pennsylvania, it's the Democratic Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman against the Republican Mehmet Oz. ABC's Eva Pilgrims talking to voters. The economy,
13: crime, abortion, education, all coming up in my conversations with these voters, many telling me they don't see either Fetterman or Oz as perfectly aligned with their values or stances on the issues. And at this point, they're trying to determine what they think matters most to them right now.
6: President Biden campaigning this weekend in Philadelphia for Fetterman. He said he thinks Democrats will maintain control of the Senate. At least one person was killed. Over two dozen were hurt after tornadoes touched down as severe weather moved through Texas and Oklahoma. Elon Musk said advertisers are backing off Twitter under pressure from activists. He said the company was losing more than $4 million a day. Brian Clark, ABC News.
0: Not very pleasant outside, especially along the lakeshore, mainly because of the winds. Gusts could reach up to 50 miles an hour at times throughout the course of the day, making Lake Michigan's waves build to 5 to 10 feet by this evening. Scattered showers likely today with highs in the low 60s. Rain tapers off tonight, cooling to the low 40s. Sunshine returns tomorrow, seeing a pleasant stretch of upper 50s to low 60s for most of the week. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns. you know, you have...
1: And welcome back to the Coach's Show at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville. Also presented to you by Siemens in Bridgman. See Siemens in Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. And Rogers Foodland, your family food store, faster, easier, and friendlier. This is 94.9 WSJM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph. We got some scores from last night. In District Championship Volleyball, it was Our Lady knocking off River Valley 3-1. to one. Uh, Our Lady wins that Division Four uh, District uh, Championship over at Michigan Lutheran. Cross-country state championships are going on uh, this morning. That's where Phil McDonald is with Our Lady of the Lakes cross-country teams. we got G.B. in for him today. In Division Two at Edwardsburg, Niles is taking on Buchanan for that Division II state championship. And Red Hawk Classic basketball, we've got basketball going already at the college level. It was LMC ladies knocking off North Central Michigan College at 75-37. It was North Central Michigan College, 62 LMC guys, 59. they got four games out there at uh, Lake Michigan College today. North Central Michigan College takes on SMC women at 11 a.m. The um, men from North Central Michigan College take on SMC's men at 1 p.m. Uh, 3 o'clock, it's Lake Michigan College women taking on Macomb Community College. And at 5, the last game of the Red Hawk Classic, it is LMC taking on Macomb on the men's side.
3: And GB's got some football scores for us. Yes, we had some football last night, as everybody knows, into the playoff season. Week 11, as they say. So in the 11-man uh, in the districts, in uh, Division Two, in uh, Region One, District Two, it was East Lansing 34, knocking off Portage Northern at 24. So 34-24 for East Lansing. In uh, Division Three, a game that we had here on WSJM last night, at 94.9, it was Zealand West 36 and St. Joe 18. So Zeeland West will travel up... And they will play Muskegon in a rematch of uh, a game they had earlier this season in Week 5 that Zeeland won 38-36. So it should be some exciting football there. In Division 4, it was Edwardsburg, who had to come from behind, I believe, if I remember right. Yeah, they and, did. And uh, 24-17, they beat Niles. And so they now will face Hastings. Hastings uh, is going to be at Edwardsburg for that regional championship. In Division 5, it was Grand Rapids Catholic Central 56 and Berrien Springs 0. Division 7, Lawton got by Schoolcraft, second time they've played this year. Mm -hmm. And Lawton beat them both times. 35-21 was the score this time. And now Lawton will travel a rematch of last year's semifinal game. They go to Jackson, Lumen, Christie. And uh, it'll be Lawton at Jackson, Lumen, Christie. Division 8, White Pigeon 34, Reading 20. And then an 8-man, we had uh, Menden. What a game. 46-44, to Mendon beat Colon uh, in a, uh, a game. So now they will play the winner of um, Morris and, what is it, Auger Aw, Sims? That
1: sure. Right? So whatever you say. <laughs> it's radio.
3: Oh, I love it. <laughs> and then uh, today, a couple of games. In uh, Division 6, Constantine is at uh, uh, GR West Catholic at 1 o'clock. And then also an eight man. It's Adrian Lenaway Christian at Martin at 1 o'clock, which should be some interesting weather for some football today. Yeah,
1: it's going to, and for the college games here going on with Notre Dame and Clemson, Michigan's at Rutgers, and Michigan State at Illinois here today. We have with us uh, Benton Harbor coach Illa, Illa, Isabella Vaz, right? Yes, that's C- correct. See, GB didn't <laughs> mess with me on that like he did the first one. I'm sorry. In uh, talking to Mike Van Oven, AD Benner, he, he sings your praises to the highest end on what you're doing uh, with you. Benton Harbor Volleyball. And so let's talk a little bit about uh, what you had going on this season. Obviously, first year to be in a conference, and a tough conference. Buchanan's really really got some good volleyball players down there.
16: Yeah, so Buchanan is actually, they are so great. We've had such a great experience in um, Buchanan all the times that we've played. But this year, it was definitely difficult. It was a rebuilding year. So last year, we lost six seniors. And that was oh, pretty wow. much our starting lineup. So this year we had a pretty young team. We had four seniors, but then we had two freshmen and one sophomore. No juniors. So we're going into next year knowing what I have, and I'm excited to build off what the middle school program is producing right now.
1: Were, were you able to have a junior varsity?
16: No, team? we were not able to have a junior varsity. This is the first year that I've coached that we actually did not have a junior varsity.
1: Do you find when trying to get players, it, it kind of goes in groups? Like it, it does. I mean, I you said there's no juniors, and. and so someone had to be. I'm not saying in a negative way, it's just reality. Someone was kind of ringleader and said, "Nah, let's not play this year."
16: Yeah, I almost feel like COVID really messed us up. You know, oh, it messed either. everybody up. But our school, you know, it's no secret we're losing enrollment. And when we lose enrollment, you know, we lose kids that play sports, kids that don't play sports, and it was just it was rough. Because mm-hmm. we had those two years where we were literally playing volleyball outside of the track with oh, yeah. a net we had to put up because we could not do indoor sports. So when that happens it discourages kids because they already may not have an idea of how to play the sport and now there's new challenges that come about that we weren't expecting so playing outside you're like okay maybe i shouldn't try maybe this is just too hard so now that we're back in it with new covid restrictions that are much more lenient it's difficult to kind of go forward from that after we had those gaps in time where those kids weren't getting the experience to play
1: when when you have young ladies that come into the program are you having to are you able to coach, or are you having to get to the basics? Oh,
16: it's all fundamentals. Okay. All yeah. fundamentals. My, my practices are pretty much all fundamental-based still, and I feel like that is, even if I had athletes that had experience playing, that would kind of still be my coaching style because no matter what, everything's going to always relate back to the fundamentals.
1: No, I, I agree with you 100%. So in
3: volleyball, uh, I know in a lot of sports, it's if you can have a great athlete or you can have a volleyball player, which do you – does it matter?
16: Uh, I mean, honestly, both. in my situation, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both be great. Right, what I'm used to having is great athletes. So in a small school, your volleyball team is going to be your basketball team. It's going to be your track team. So I feel like I would take the great athlete, in a coachable great athlete, over that.
1: And, and uh, talk about something like your schedule coming out of the gate. Do you not play as many matches coming out so you can practice more?
16: Yeah, so our girls are not used to having a full schedule. Our, right. In volleyball, most school, most teams have about 18 on their schedule. We had 10 in our regular season, mm-hmm. and I think that that is beneficial for us because a lot of the volleyball season first day of practice is usually the first week of August. Mm-hmm. So in that time, it's very difficult to get students to come out because school hasn't started yet. So we do most of our recruitment process once people are like, what's what's going on in the gym over there? I want to try and then we start to get more people. So school, being in school really does help us with recruiting our kids.
1: You know, and I see I've seen that over the years in football too where, you know, they've moved the season up so much, a lot of smaller schools struggle to get guys to come out. And sometimes you're 2 weeks into the season before first day of school.
16: Yep, that's pretty much how it works with volleyball. We're pretty much a month into school. I think we started this year, August 28th was our first day of school, but the first day of sports for fall was the first week of August, so it was really difficult. We already actually had two games. We had a tournament, and we had a match, so we went in there just kind of scraping a team together. We're like, I understand we may not feel like you have a a set position because you've never played before, but just go out there and do your job and do your best.
1: What's the biggest thing when you start a young lady in volleyball that you're teaching? What's the first thing that you really work on?
16: Passing mm-hmm. all day. I it starts with the pass. So if you can pass, you can serve, receive, you can play defense. The rest will come with with setting. I've noticed with my team, it's difficult to teach setting. That's it's difficult to teach it. So I usually identify someone that has really good hands, and mm-hmm. from there I focus them on setting. Um, after that, I do serving because that's how we started off. You got to serve.
3: So the pass is more of the bump than the set. Yes, from the that bump. Standpoint? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. When we come back, we'll be
1: talking more Benton Harbor Volleyball with Coach Isabella Vaz here on 94.9 WSJM. Mm.
8: Why your radio will always be important in your life. You can drive with us, cook with us, run, walk, bike, the list goes on and on. In the end, you can always rely on your radio. We're equipped with backup generators to keep you informed. Radio provides service to you and your community. Free music, free news, free entertainment every single day.
11: Local. This is breaking news, Michigan. The truth about Radical Joy Andrews has been leaked. Joey Andrews was caught comparing local police officers to Nazis, saying, quote, Cops and Nazis are natural allies. Andrews went on to suggest that all local law enforcement are, quote, Racist. And Joey Andrews even promised to defund police departments if elected. With a crime wave surging across Michigan, we can't trust radical Joey Andrews to keep Michigan or our families safe. But what's not breaking news is that Kevin Whiteford believes that our communities need to be protected. That's why Kevin Whiteford is endorsed by Berrien County Sheriff Paul Bailey, Allegan County Sheriff Frank Baker, and Van Buren County Sheriff Daniel Abbott. Because they trust Kevin Whiteford to protect and serve Michigan families, keeping our streets safe and families protected. Kevin Whiteford for State Representative. Paid for with regulated funds by House Republican Campaign
4: Committee. Authorized by Kevin Whiteford.
1: Yep. And welcome back to Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. There's a couple open seats, so make your way down here. Today's coaches show is sponsored to you by Parrot Company. Compare it to the Parrot and Campbell, Ford, Lincoln, Celine, The best bottom line is always at the state line. Myself, Brett Witkowski, along with GB Filling in for the Hall of Famer Phil McDonald, who is off watching his cross country team from our Lady in the State we Championship. <laughs> yeah, we went backwards today, big t- and lots of ways. No, but I meant they uh, with the wind, forty miles Oh yeah, well, hopefully Ooh. they're running downhill and the win at their back. <laughs> That's how I just li- yeah. some record times. Yeah. We can see some really <laughs> slow times.
3: Well, it's a track. Do they run around oh, the track? Country? No, they go out. They end. I believe coming in if they're at MIS, so they that's are. where yep. my area, where I grew up. They, they, they'll they come into the, uh, I think, like the infield and finish in the infield, but they, they go out into the back. Who knows where, wow. Yeah.
1: Well, we've got with us uh, Benton Harbor volleyball coach Isabella Vaz, and we were just talking off the air. Maybe let the listeners know a little bit about your background and, and what age you got the job <laughs> at Benton Harbor. <laughs>
16: Yeah, so it's pretty. It's a pretty escalated timeline. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I graduated from high school in 2017, and I was on the volleyball team at Berrien Springs. Um, I was coached by Renee Vorath and Christy Cerrone, mm-hmm. so I think they are actually currently the JV coach at Berrien Springs still. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I went to Lake Michigan College, and I played volleyball under Rob Elliott for two years, and they're having an amazing run I see right that. now. They're doing yeah. amazing. Um, and then after that, uh, 2019, I was 19 years old, turning 20, and I got hired as the varsity volleyball coach at Benton Harbor.
1: Was that part of the job application when you applied?
16: So I actually got hired as the volleyball coach first. And oh wow! From there, I applied for another position, and then I was just I was there, and then it was just a shock. Honestly, I was I was shocked. I'm like, okay, I'm 19 years old. I am going to be coaching 18 year olds, okay, this is going to be interesting. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's going to be great is when we're talking to you, well, we won't be because we'll be long gone. Yeah, I'll be gone. Oh say my 45 goodness. years, she's 65 now, but she's been <laughs> coaching for 45 years at Benton Harvard.
16: <laughs> And
1: you do have a role within the school system, which which I think is important for coaches to be in the buildings.
16: Oh, absolutely. I'm the family community specialist at the middle school. So it works really well because this graduating class of seniors, Mm -hmm. I was hired when they were transitioning to the high school. So I had just missed them when I started working in the middle school. But building a program, it's so important to have a connection with your feeder program at the middle school. And I think that that was kind of our struggle because I referred to COVID earlier, when we had the COVID year, we weren't able to produce a middle school team. Yeah. So with that being said, our gaps are coming from not having that feeder program sure. of experience.
1: So let's talk a little bit about this season. Benton Harbor in a conference for the first time in a long time in the Lakeland Conference, and there's some good volleyball schools in that conference.
16: Oh, yeah, most definitely. We've got some tough competition in, in the conference. So I think are the best con- the contender in the conference, it's no secret, is Buchanan. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. Their program has always been strong from the time that I was in high school. And then we've got some schools like Jack that are they're really growing this year their progress it's, it's insane mm-hmm. from the time that we played Dwajek the first of the season to when we just saw them at our conference tournament was a completely different team their coach is doing a great job and Bering Springs always competing Brandywine's always been pretty good so it's its a tough conference
1: what were some of the non-conference schools that you played this year
16: so we the team that we competed best with that was non-conference was Parchment mm-hmm. we saw Eau um, Claire a couple times we go to the Eau Claire tournament but that was pretty much our schedule now, what uh,
3: division are you in, in volleyball? Is there a division for this, like in the different sports, you know, they'll be broken up? Or... So
16: we are a Class B school. As far as um, division, it's there's, it's not really broken down in that aspect, but we are, yeah, we're Class B. And they just changed the divisions for that, like as far as who is what, as far as like Class A, Class B, Class C. And they have broadened Class B so much to where now we have schools like, for example, we competed against Niles. Niles has always been a class A school, as far as, to my knowledge, and it's just like, wow, okay, now they're districts, playing. yes, we played the first round of districts, so It was like, wow, okay, yes, Niles, great, like, they are, they're a great team, they're actually playing in the championship tonight, so,
1: Yes. Yeah, that was that's a uh, that was a tough district with Edwardsburg, yourself, Marion, oh, yes. Niles, Buchanan.
16: Everyone was everyone was doing a really good job. There was some great volleyball, great volleyball. We stayed for the first match of Edwardsburg and Buchanan, and the whole entire bus ride back, our girls were just what is the score? What's happening? How is it going? They're so excited. They love to watch good good volleyball.
1: So, how do you how what can you do to help keep that enthusiasm that you kind of just talked about to build for the program? I honestly forward.
16: feel like being in a conference is one of the best things that could have happened to our program. Oh
1: yeah, I agree. Because, yes, yeah. as
16: long even though we may not be at that high competition level yet, we are working towards it and being able to see these schools that are close to us within twenty minute distance and being able to watch them compete, even watch them compete with other schools in the area, is it's it's just it's great. It's great. Our girls get to see that actual level of high paced volleyball. Rather than watching it on TV at the college level, so when you see other people your age doing it, it encourages you, it pushes you, and motivates you.
1: And, and now, Benton Harbor is going to have some true rivals. Oh yeah! And, and your girls have a chance to make co- may not be first team all conference right now, but honorable mention things like yeah, that.
16: Yeah. Yep. We have that coming up. I will not release who has received what yet, but oh, once. that's what oh.
1: that's why you were yes. brought on here. I, yes, you know, this I is. know.
16: I won't talk about Look that at the yet. Teaser.
1: Oh,
3: jeez. <laughs> You have to listen to Dave stay Wolf Sports. Yeah, stay oh, tuned boy. on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, what was your biggest surprise? What What did you experience? Is as that uh, you know with that very small age gap and uh, you could relate to them for sure? I'm sure. But
16: yeah. um, I, I honestly, the biggest surprise to me was the respect that I was given. I was expecting to go in and have some struggles. Everybody kind of warned me, you're young, you know, you're gonna have some struggles, like establishing like leadership with a young group when you're so young. And that never happened. That never happened. The girls instantly like, you know, Respected me and they took to me so well. They were so welcoming. They were like it was just the best experience. I never had any issues with that.
3: Were you surprised at all, like by the, the responsibilities of a coach, the organization, yeah. and the ed, the and, paperwork, uh, yes. everything that you have to do wow. outside of just like, <laughs> hey, we just show up and play?
16: Yes. So. That was actually a big shock to me. It was a big shock, but I'm a pretty organized person, so as far as like adapting to that, it wasn't too difficult once I had my first year. And the athletic director and the well, both athletic directors they're they're amazing. They are available whenever I need them. They're always a phone call away, a text away, so it never you never feel like you're not supported.
1: Well, that's great. When we come back, we'll have more of Benton Harbor volleyball on the Coaches Show on ninety-four point nine WSJM.
5: When you can't stop, (coughs) there's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub sends powerful medicated Vicks Vapors right to the source of your (coughs) so you can experience cough relief and breathe easier. Generations of families have trusted Vicks VapoRub to help relieve the worst cold symptoms. So next time you have a cough, reach for the Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Cough relieving is believing.
6: It never fails. Everyone's trying to get projects done, and then the printer shuts down. Waiting for a big out of town or even out of state company to make that service call means more lost time and revenue. This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. We find that the majority of issues like this are network related. Our veteran service team is known to successfully troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast. Local service versus out of town
16: service. Compare it to Parrott. Lashawna spent more than five years in foster care.
8: I was getting older. I didn't think I'd be adopted.
16: But with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption,
10: Lashawna now has a forever family and the foundation for a bright future.
8: When I was adopted, it was like, wow, this is permanent.
16: You can help find permanent homes for children still lingering in foster care. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org.
1: And welcome back to the Coaches Show. Brett Witkowski here along with GB. And we got Quinton running things back at the station, as always, keeping us on the air. Phil McDonald is off focusing and cheering on the Our Lady of the Lake cross-country team as they're in the state championships. Today's show brought to you by the coaches, or the coaches brought to you at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, also sponsored in part by United Federal Credit Union. Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, The Parrot Company, and Campbell Ford and Lincoln Celine. We've got with us Benton Harbor a volleyball coach Isabel Boz. and coach. Let's give you a chance to talk about the, the ladies who put the effort and time in for you this season.
16: Yeah, so this season was interesting. We started with a huge roster and we finished with seven, but I will take it. I am so thankful for my seven that were dedicated and committed. Um, let's start with my captain, Jeremy Bodley. She is like She is probably the most versatile on my team. She, last year, was a DS and she was hoping to be a libero, and this year we didn't have a libero, so mm. then she was setting, and then and she the was a right is... Defensive specialist. Yes, sorry. No,
1: that's okay. we, we got to get you up to speed on sports other sure. than football. Yeah. It's okay. No, I'll give I you figured, a position booklet but...
16: afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so she went to be a right side, and then she was an outside, and then she was all around. She tried middle a little bit too this year. So she's just so versatile, so coachable. She's amazing. Then we have our six-foot and six. What year is she? She's a senior. She's a senior. Yep, oh, so I will go through all bummer. my senior. Years, okay. I know, and I'll start, then I'll do my gapless jump, yep, and get then that. my sophomore, and then my, my freshman. So, then we have Desiree, six. Foot six. She is, she's a wall. Is she
1: the basketball player?
16: She is, yeah. yes. So she Where's
1: asks, she going for ball?
16: That is also something I will not disclose. You know what? We're not having you on no more.
1: If <laughs> You're not going to tell us. You no. Know you know what? No one listens. We're not even on the air. Just yes, no. let like, you know. We're just
16: talking. Stay tuned for
1: that one, because okay. it is going
16: to is be soon. Is it going to be soon? It will be soon okay. but depends on what your idea of soon is
1: well at my age after the season
12: okay
16: after
1: the basketball season we
16: have the same kind of
1: oh i was thinking timeline. like the next segment
3: oh <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. maybe she, after off the air she'll we'll, we'll buy your hot chocolate yeah <laughs> just, like,
1: yeah i see you put right. that baby down
3: I did. That wonderful uh, It looks but like it.
16: I might have six, to get one oh, yes but she is 6-6 six, six. she is it's funny because at our district game the referee came over to me and he said I saw a 6-6 six, six on the roster and I just had to come and actually see I said she is every bit of wow. that 6-6 six, six. I see so yes she is tall she's obviously a middle she this is her third year playing volleyball but she has just taken it by storm she has been coachable she has made sure that she knows what she's supposed to do and does her job and I think that's important for all of my seniors. All of my seniors are leaders. Does
3: she want to do both in college or just.?
16: She says she does, but. at No, not the level, that she level she's is, going. Yeah, it's okay. not realistic. She's
3: going D1 somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, that I can tell yeah. Big okay. D1. So we're going to at least say D1. A yeah. yeah. big D1. She,
16: she has so many offers. So yeah. she's. Yeah, she might want to, but. <laughs> Then we have Janiza. Janiza was a outside last year. She was a left side and back row, and then now she's a setter because we lost two setters last year. So she stepped into that role, and she she's just our cheerleader. She is so happy all the time. She does this this I guess it's a demonstration, but we all buy into it. And whenever we're stressed <laughs> in the timeout, she makes us take three deep breaths. And I don't know what's different about her like leading the deep breaths than me leading the deep breaths but her deep breaths work so
1: well good then we need her on yes. the show because his each, are horrible
16: each team needs a free <laughs> deep breath process it's great and then we have Damaria Harris and this year she really committed to the team and that she has grown tremendously she's probably the most improved on our team and she always has a smile on her face she's just she's just great no juniors, so I don't really have much to talk about there. But we have a sophomore, Jada Bean. Um, Jada is not, she was not a volleyball player at all. She was a track athlete. She was a state qualifier, a track, our only state qualifier from last year. And she just took on volleyball and she just, she gets it. She gets it. She's one of those just natural volleyball players. She's coachable, she's always asking questions, and she's never afraid to say, I'm confused. And that speaks volumes to me. I will always take a player that acknowledges when they need to know Mm -hmm. something or they don't understand something. For a freshman, we have Diaria Evans. Diaria, she is our tiny little baby. If you look out on the court, she looks like she may be like 10 years old, but she's <laughs> adorable and she's one of that's our, our setters. That's our
1: mental age, be <laughs> yes.
16: yes. She's one of our setters and she has just, from the time she was in middle school, I just saw a light in her and she has not let anything dim that light. She has been a silent leader. She doesn't say much, but she always has a smile on her face and so she gets the ball where it needs to go. And then lastly, we have Zaria. Zaria is also a freshman. She came from countryside, and she was nervous about playing. She told me she was a setter, and I looked at her. I said, you are a hitter, so we're going to teach you how to hit. And every once in a while, she might have a little moment where she looks over, and she just says, Coach, I'm confused. I like but you're doing a good job. So just if you're confused, just, just keep doing what you're doing. You got it. And, yeah, those are my girls.
1: So she no one it. argued about playing time?
16: <laughs> oh, no. We didn't have, we only had one stuff. So. That's what I'm saying. Eh? And they had a job, so it was I told them before the game. I said everybody stay healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Just right.
1: Stay yeah, healthy. that's a big deal. Yes. Yeah, any uh people help you with the assistant coaching?
16: Yes. I have, oh my gosh, my coaches are amazing. I have Natalie Pantaleo. She was the, um, actually she was our manager that transitioned to a player on our LMC volleyball team. Oh, wow. She was, she's, she's amazing. She's so knowledgeable. She actually graduated from Lakeshore. She's very knowledgeable in the sport. So having her there is great. The girls always tell me I'm too nice and she brings Can't a little see bit where of yeah. no. she, <laughs> she brings a little bit of zip to it so we balance each other out great and then Kenny Jackson he's the varsity basketball Kenny, coach.
1: That's yes amazing yeah we'll have Kenny I remember he said he did volleyball before yes. yeah Kenny's the girls varsity we'll have him on gb during the season
3: he, he, he. I think he might be involved for the six six young lady. Yeah, <laughs> actually, hey. making sure she doesn't get hurt. Don't, yeah. don't wear her out. No. I need her.
9: It
16: started. It actually started as a favor. I just I was like, Coach Jackson, please coach middle school for me, please. I don't have anybody. He was like, Okay, little rascal. He always calls me little okay. rascal. All right, little rascal. I'll coach, but you got to help me with basketball. So that was the deal. So yeah, that would
1: be Kenny making yes, deals
16: out there. It was the deal. So. From coaching middle school, he started to come to our varsity practices a little (laughs) bit and started asking questions, and then it was, hey, I watched this volleyball game last night, and I'm like, yep, it grew on you. You love it. So
3: so are you still helping with basketball? I, well, I, am,
16: I am helping. I want
3: you to sit there and just sit right next to him and say, listen, coach, I think you should put on a 3-2-1 press or, uh, you know. <laughs> just make stuff up.
16: So, stuff right. Up. So with me, I actually, um, I was the middle school coach huh? when I, huh? yeah. So when I got hired as um, the varsity volleyball coach, my first year, after that first year, I lost my staff. Everybody had a career change. Everybody decided they were going to do something different. And mm-hmm. everyone is doing amazing. Um, so I wasn't upset. It was just a little frustrating that we, everyone was gone, but yeah. then Natalie was actually on that staff. She came back this year. So that was amazing. Um, and Coach Jackson, after that first year, he reached out because I needed I needed assistance, and he offered that position for me. So I stayed. I was from 2020 up until this year. So I'm no longer the middle school coach, but I told him I will still volunteer at the high school level in whatever capacity you need me to be in.
1: Yeah, we we love having Coach Jackson on here.
16: Yeah. He's pretty straightforward. He, it's, yeah. That is so funny. He's, yeah. he's hilarious. Oh, he, he he'll
1: hilarious. tell it like it is.
16: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> on the air, it doesn't bother. It like, but he's done a great job rebuilding the, the Benton Har- or doing a good job building up the the Benton Harbor program. Um, coach, anything else you want to bring up here before we end our? No, I
16: think that I'm excited for what next season holds. I sure. have, I definitely have a challenge on my hands with rebuilding again, but I have faith in the girls, and I know that there were a lot of girls that wanted to try out after I had the deadline. Yeah, right. So and you got to have deadlines. Yes, I'm excited for what next season brings.
1: Well, coach, we appreciate you coming on there. We had Benton Harbor. Volleyball coach Isabella Vaz and we uh, thank you for taking the time coming out. We I know we were trying to connect here and uh, thank you for doing. You were moving houses or
16: Yeah, actually I move I actually close on my house Wednesday. Hey, so, I'm in the right. process of like getting everything taken care of and I like yesterday it was like a realization like yeah, um it's Wednesday coming up. So, I probably need to get my stuff together.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we appreciate you coming on here and taking time to talk about Benton Harbor volleyball having me well, we take a quick break we'll come back with the st joe girls golf here on the coaches show at 94.9 wsjm
13: Hi, I'm Zach East, Vice President of Business Development at Midwest Family, and I want to share our final free marketing seminar opportunity of the year with you in partnership with the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber. But it's only for serious local businesses and organizations that want to grow in 2023. That's why I'm inviting you to join us for our Really Smart Marketing Half Day Workshop on Tuesday, November 8th from 830 to noon at the Shadowland Ballroom at the Silver Beach Center in St. Joe. You can register for your seat right now. Now at ReallySmartMarketingWorkshop.com. That's ReallySmartMarketingWorkshop.com. At this workshop, you'll learn why your business or organization isn't growing as fast as it should, how to turn strangers into your best superhero promoters and fans, and how to achieve a return on your marketing investment in today's world of digital and traditional advertising. Space is limited for my team to help you at this free November 8th half-day workshop. So register now at ReallySmartMarketingWorkshop.com. New- News Talk Sports,
7: 94.9 WSJM Signature Dealer Group and Berrien Springs Public Schools are proud to present Academic Challenge. Every week, area schools compete head-to-head virtually in a one-hour quiz program. Catch video of the competitions posted Mondays on the WSJM Facebook page and tune in to hear Academic Challenge
1: Sundays at 6 a.m. Supported by Cook Nuclear Power Plant, Lakeshore Public
7: Schools and Life Vision Eye Care
10: if you like to shop 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 united federal credit union has visa credit cards that offer perks 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 and the right card can make all the difference our ufirst visa card offers great low rates and no fees while our Rewards visa card offers well great rewards you choose the card that's right for you gotta give you credit for that visit unitedfcu.com credit card today united federal credit union we get you insured by ncua
0: equal opportunity lender Not very pleasant outside, especially along the lakeshore, mainly because of the winds. Gusts could reach up to 50 miles an hour at times throughout the course of the day, making Lake Michigan's waves build to 5 to 10 feet by this evening. Scattered showers likely today with highs in the low 60s. Rain tapers off tonight, cooling to the low 40s. Sunshine returns tomorrow, seeing a pleasant stretch of upper 50s to low 60s for most of the week. I'm WSBT meteorologist Jessica Burns.
1: And welcome to the Coaches Show. Brett Wachowski filming for Phil McDowell. we got GB here. Phil is celebrating and up the uh, cross-country state championships as Our Lady is in the state championships. Today's show brought to you by United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, The Pear Company, Campbell, Ford, Lincoln, and Celine. Big shout-out to my oldest stars listening to us on the east side of the state. So she just texts us and Said we're doing a good job. Well, at least one of us is. I don't know who one is. I'm sure it's Probably it was you. (laughs) (laughs) We've got with us uh, St. Joe, longtime St. Joe head coach, uh, golf coach, Ryan Walters. Also was fortunate to bring along a couple players. And if I remember where I put my notes, Morgan Guzzo. So we know Kevin Guzzo is actually listening to the show today. And then uh, Margaret Cox. So, Coach, as always, thank you. Coach was uh, our Coach of the Year a couple years ago. Very nice. So, congratulations.
17: Appreciate that honor. Appreciate you guys doing the show every morning on Saturdays. Yeah, we appreciate you
1: coming on and coach. Show what year is this for you? For you, as you've been there a long time. I
17: knew this question could come up. (laughs) Um, This is my 19th year coaching the varsity, and I did three years of JV before that. I did the boys for a while too. Oh, wow,
1: that's right. I do remember that. And the one thing I, I know about you is you invest in the youth to get kids ready to play golf and high school, don't you?
17: Yeah, we try to to get... Fortunately, in this area, First Tee does -hmm. a great job of getting kids interested in golf. And then we try to really get interest going in middle school. And then really just try to keep building the program. We had a great year number-wise this year. We had 19 players. Wow. um, Out for the team with only one senior. So... Numbers will be good next year as well. <laughs> yeah. And let, let's see, let you talk a little bit about this season that the, the Lady sure. Bears had. So the setup is coming into the year, we had graduated seven seniors last year. Five of those were in our top six scorers. So we knew it was kind of like a line change this year. We had Morgan coming back. She was one of the top six. And Clara Barry was also on varsity last year. But knew it'd be a lot of new players, and so really looked at it as a learning year. See how much we can improve throughout the season. Fortunately, um, we usually have a varsity B team as well, mm-hmm. so the other players do get four varsity matches in from our B team. So they weren't coming in completely new, but it's still different. The the courses the B team plays versus what our varsity team plays. I think they'll uh, the players I have here today will attest to this but there weren't really any courses on the schedule where you're like this is an easy round. Um, We play a lot of tough, really tough courses throughout the year so there's an adjustment from that standpoint. Some of the greens are crazy fast and some of the obstacles that we have to go around so There is a big transition, I think, still going from what we call our maze team to the Blue team.
1: And and Morgan, we'll go to you first. What attracted you to to play golf?
18: Um, Well, I've always done first tee, and my family's always been really involved with golf. Like, my brother and my parents have always been really involved with first tee, so I've done it my whole life. And then coach got me into it in middle school. And then my freshman year, I didn't really have like many expectations but i made varsity well then
1: you're so on a perfect then. show then <laughs> <laughs> Low expectations. Yeah, no expectations what yeah. but then yes. i started
18: taking it a lot more seriously and i love this
1: so do you, do you hope to play in college
18: um if i'm good enough i don't know no, i get that yeah no okay. I, I
1: understand that yeah but i mean but is that one, one of the goals Maybe. Maybe. I get okay. that. Yep. Where were well, you you're- in the
3: five or six this year? What what uh, player were you?
18: I played number one. Oh,
1: one all year?
3: the pressure. Very good. Very so,
1: good. So when you tee off with other number ones, are, are, is there any trash talking on, on the tee? No. <laughs> or is it just? No. Yeah, that's no. football, okay. Brad. That's Okay. Football, well, I know. I, I, well, I have <laughs> basketball. And, uh, yeah. She's going by and don't dub it. Yep. <laughs> it's
18: just awkward silence. <laughs> oh, I
1: bet. How hard? You know, uh, my oldest daughter played high school and college golf, and to me, The hardest thing about golf is you're on that tee, and it's just you, Mm -hmm. and everybody's staring at you. And like you said, it's dead silence. How 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 do you adjust to that? Or I don't
18: know. I actually hate it. Yeah, I
3: would too. Well, I think uh, the hardest thing compared to you know we we talked volleyball today already, and tennis, and everything is so fast. And golf, you hit a shot you got to wait for at least another player if you're playing a 4 or I don't know how they do it in high school anymore. But then you got to walk up. I mean, you have an enormous amount of time to think. And everything's up here in golf. And that's got to be, you know, because you're walking, I assume, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and you, and you caddy your own bag, I would assume, generally.
12: Yeah.
1: You don't get your dad out there to caddy? I don't
12: Come. think it's what
3: state you can, I think, right?
12: No caddies.
3: No caddies, no. At, no caddies. at all, okay. But the full carts become popular.
1: Okay. And then Margaret, what what has attracted you to play golf?
19: Um, kind of the same thing. I did first tee, and then I was friends with Morgan, and her like mm-hmm. coach was just like, "Oh, do you know anyone else?" And then I think that's kind of just like made me like, "Oh,
1: I like it." And coach, uh, how important is it to have uh, you know teammates like Morgan and and Margaret out there selling the program to other young ladies?
17: That's huge. Um, really, a lot of. Almost, I would say most of the players that have been in our program had just a little bit of golf experience before high school. But then there may be an athlete that played another sport that just decided that they wanted to change, or they had a friend that got them to play. So we rely a lot on just word of mouth. Who do you know that maybe would be interested and feel like if we can get them in freshman year, and they like the game; they'll want to improve, and we try to make it fun. And hopefully, they can take it from there and be a pretty good player by their junior or senior yeah, year. The one thing I know about uh, being around you know, high school golf and
3: just the high school sports, although you had a fair number of players, yeah. is is just a it's a really tight group of kids. I mean, yeah. instead of you know 30 or 40 on a football team, or it's just and the kids all it's a, it's a very family oriented unit usually.
17: That's a good, um, yeah, segue, because we had six players on our blue team, so that was the team I coached, and one thing uh, about golf, uh, in addition to just being on the course for a long time, um, just our tournaments are, it's a 12-hour day, really, between the van ride, after the round, the round itself is pretty slow a lot (laughs) of the time, so we spend a lot of time together and so one thing that was a standout quality of this year's team is I always measure the season personally if it was a good year if I still love going to practice at the end of the year sure is it still fun Um, am I excited to go and I felt that way very much so this year felt like we could have went on for a few more weeks and we were having a good time and the team even though it was a new team kind of put together the camaraderie on the team was was great this year, as good as any team that I've had. So, and and that that's important.
1: Fun. Yeah, I mean, you can have great teams, but socially, if they don't yeah. get along, you almost regret going to practice. And I'm sure you as young ladies, it's like, really? i got to see her again? Right. So You go off
3: the back nine. I'll take the
1: front. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll see you at school tomorrow. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have more St. Joe Ladies Golf here on the Coaches Show at 94.9 WSJM.
5: This message is paid for by the Committee to Elect Louise Bargren for St. Joseph Public School Board.
4: Now, more than ever, your child's future depends on who we elect for St. Joe School Board. This November 8th, you can vote for Louise Bargren and Renee Petty. Louise Bargren worked her way through school to become a dentist, and Renee Petty is a curriculum instructor and founder of STEM for Them, a nonprofit that brings STEM to foster kids. Bargren and Petty are rooted in the American values of faith, family, and freedom. They will serve your family by respecting your rights as parents to direct the care, teaching, and education of your children. Bargren and Petty plan to get back to basics with rigorous academics, trades, problem-solving, and critical thinking so that every child has a path to success. You can vote Bargren and Petty for St. Joe School Board on November 8th.
5: This message is paid for by the committee to elect Luz Bargren for St. Joseph Public School Board. I'm lose Bargren and I approve this message.
7: One size fits all. There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions, a service that causes some. drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store.
9: Hey, it's Johnny, and I'm here at Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, and I'm hanging out here with Brian Lairs, and i got to say, Brian, it took me a while to find a parking spot because you got so many cars here. Tell me about what's going on here.
13: We have the area's largest selection of pre-owned vehicles here. I think we got about 120, 125 used vehicles on the ground. 70 of those are certified pre-owned vehicles, and all those certified vehicles come with a 7-year or 100,000-mile powertrain warranty or a 12-month or 12,000-mile comprehensive
9: warranty. Campbell Ford Lincoln in Niles, where the best bottom line? It's always at the state line.
1: And welcome back to the Coaching Show at 94.9 WSJM. Myself, Brett Wachowski with GB, filming for the Hall of Famer Phil McDonald's at the state championships for cross country. We have with us St. Joe girls coach Ryan Walters along with juniors Morgan Guzzo and Margaret Cox. And Coach, we'll let you talk a little about about this season. Smack Conference, again, a really good conferences and it gets you ready for yeah. postseason.
17: So our conference has gotten really good the last few years. Um, so it's become very competitive this past year. So the way our tournaments work for conference, we play one early in the season and then a month later we play round two. So round one we ended up fifth and weren't real happy with how we played that day. felt like we could move up a little so we had a month to get better and so this is a good example of how we improved throughout the year. We were a lot of the year we were focused on trying to eliminate those bad holes. Um, we kept a stat on this and trying to just keep the damage down. <laughs> so that was kind of ongoing point of emphasis. Round two we came out played great um, kept moving up the leaderboard throughout the day. Ended up second in the conference, which, looking back, th- that was a great accomplishment for us. We had three teams in our conference that made the state finals. Wow. And probably um, yeah, Division two or one. Uh, one, Battle Creek Lakeview's Division one. Right. They finished, I think, top seven in the state. Uh, so they won the conference this year. We finished second, mm. but we beat Portage Northern, Gull Lake. They both finished eighth and twelfth at the state finals so we knew it right there right in the mix and it's a little different conference I was
3: gonna ask you yeah. some of because some teams don't have golf some do yeah so Lake, I think we gone. have
17: we have nine 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 teams in our conference match and our regional keeps it's been really really tough it's as tough as any in the state the last few years um, Byron Center's in it we have the Zealand schools Gull Lake, Portage Northern it's kind of a buzzsaw, So whoever can survive that usually does pretty well at state. I think last year we had sent uh, three regional teams and they all finished in the top six at wow. the state finals. Um, the How year many before, in regional? three, three qualified? three. So we finished fifth this year. We got our eyes set on those top three next year. Um, we have potential to have a really good, really good squad. So. That's one thing we're kind of looking
1: forward to. And and who are some of the other girls that uh, are are playing for you and who played for you this year and you're counting on next year?
17: Well, I'm going to start with the one that's graduating. Uh, Regan Igo has been a great great player in our program. Um, She's played all four years. We'll miss her. She had great leadership skills, was fun, just made the team, knew how to make us laugh and keep things light. Um, other than that, though, we've got everybody coming back. Clara Barry's a junior. Mm-hmm. She, she finished third on her team this year in scoring average, just one shot behind Margaret. Um, Grace, Margaret didn't
1: know she was second. Yeah. Right. She was surprised. She knows, surprise. I know. she knows now. i not Clara on Monday. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't check the
17: numbers. But Morgan ended up being first on the team this past year. Um, you got Grace Rommel. She's a junior. Mm-hmm. She's coming back. Um, We had a sophomore on my team, Tess Kapelke, who improved tremendously throughout the year. She's also a great basketball player. She Mm -hmm. played varsity last year as a freshman. And then our Mays team had a lot of good players as well. Um, Rachel Cox, Margaret's sister, and uh, Charlie Schell were a couple standouts on that squad. So it's going to be a lot of competition just to even get playing time next year, and hopefully that will motivate everyone to... To play a lot in the off season. The nice thing about
1: golf, though, it it it's not so much judgmental, <laughs> is it? It really that just comes is down to thing. scores.
17: That's probably what's kept me in coaching this long. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Less parent critiques, and it just comes down to numbers. Yep. And talk about, you know, the courses
1: in this area are great with community golf, aren't they?
17: Yeah, and great to us. We use throughout the season. We use three courses. Um, Blossom Trails has had the longest partnership with us. Um, a lot of our maze team plays there. We practice out there um, as well. Harbor Shores has been awesome. Um, this year we've had starting to try to partner with uh, Jackson Davison, who's a pro out there. Um, he's starting to help the program. Hopefully that will continue to. Um, and then the Point of Woods let us have one of our tryout days and practice late in the season. And they've, we've hosted matches there before as well. And they've all been great to us. They welcome us. And they let us come out and use the course. So it's been great.
1: And and, and for free. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, that's no what I think I want no the listeners to understand is they're donating their course. Yeah. Uh,
17: I should which, also which mention tough. Lake Michigan Hills um, let us come out and practice a day also. So got great courses, great leadership at the courses that love youth golf. Oh,
3: that is awesome. So... As you're looking, um, do you set up an off-season then? Do you say, hey, I'd like you to get this,
17: you know, indoor? Yeah. Or we'll start um, usually in January. We'll start doing indoors activities on Saturdays, kind of open gyms. Um, hoping to do some workouts, get stronger. Um.
3: How much does that
17: play into it? Because, I mean, before golf was just golf, and then, of course, yeah. Tiger Woods comes, and next thing you know, he's in the gym, yeah, a totally different physical specimen. It's kind of changed the game for especially professionals. It's something I want to do more with our team. It's not something we've emphasized a lot in the past, but I think it's if we can get a little bit stronger, hit the ball 10, 20 yards farther with a tee shot, puts you in a different spot where you can get that next shot on the green. So it'll be a point of emphasis for sure. We'll take a quick break.
1: When we come back, we'll have our last segment of St. Joe Girls Golf. On the coaching show at 94.9 WSJM.
9: People can't really tell us apart half the time either.
14: I don't know how. Yeah. My good looks.
9: physique. <laughs> <laughs> for years, people ask, is this Carrie? I say, no, it's Mike. Can I help you? I hear it too. Is this
6: Mike? No, it's Carrie. Now we're hearing it. Is this Carrie? It must be Mike. No, it's Casey. Can I help you with something? Yeah, I've got it the worst. They asked for Carrie, and I'm not
9: sure if they mean me or my dad. So let's set the record straight. Michael Ross, his brother Carrie Ross, and Carrie's two sons, Casey and Carrie make up the third and fourth generations of the Crew in Blue at City Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning.
17: It may cause some confusion when you give us a call, but having four generations serving our community since 1902
9: is a huge source of pride for all of us. Thank you for trusting our family, providing comfort solutions for your homes and businesses. The Crew in Blue at City Plumbing, Heating and Air Conditioning, celebrating 120 years of keeping you in your comfort zone.
4: Something's since 1902.
14: At Siemens and Bridgman, you're treated differently than at other dealerships. No sales pitch, no hassle. They simply ask, how can we help? And do exactly that. The sales consultants can build and order the brand new car you deserve. And good news, 70% of the vehicles they order are ready in just 8 to 16 weeks. Don't wait until you wish you had heated seats this winter. Go to Siemens and Bridgman, the dealership with a personal touch, or visit Siemens.net today. You'll be really glad you did.
8: At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. sourced from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible because this is our home too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind, cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville and join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you.
3: Go. That's
1: easy. Welcome back to the Coach's Show at Full Circle Cafe Expresso Espresso downtown Stevensville. also brought to you by United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridger and Rogers Foodland, the Parrot Company, Campbell, Ford, Lincoln, Saline. got myself, with Witkowski along with GB, filling in for Phil McDonald. We have got St. Joe Girls Golf on here with Coach Ryan Walters, along with Morgan Guzzo and Margaret Cox. And Margaret, we'll let you uh, kick it off a little bit here. Outside of golf, What are some of the other activities that you do at St. Joe?
19: shows us because of our leadership skills and then we also just like going on drives and just like seeing our friends
1: i would say okay any other sports that you play or you just no, you're in the golf
19: i'm focusing on golf this yeah, year
1: that's great but in golf, a game it really does take time to play doesn't it coach and then mark go ahead yeah, what i'm you, sorry
3: what you, what's your what's your favorite thing to do as far as, like in school what subjects do you like or what's
19: well, I kind of have to say world history. Is
3: oh, like yeah. I was setting it up Yeah, I was setting it yeah. up, this, yeah. This gets you to move into the number one position until... <laughs> yeah. until and, uh, and Coach, teacher, what, until do you, what do you what teach?
17: I teach world <laughs> oh, history. Yeah. There oh, there we go. There. Bing, bing.
3: <laughs> you got to get both hours, though, with Coach. So yeah. We'll have to work on psychology. What, what's,
1: what's your favorite course to play?
19: Um, I would honestly say Harbor Shores. Because we just play there so much, and I have a membership there, so I really just like going out there and playing a course that I know.
3: And a tough course on top of yeah. it, yeah. That's a long walk. I mean, yeah. I, I know from – I
19: don't walk. I usually oh. get <laughs> a car. <laughs> 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 That's a good, Perfect. That,
1: yeah. Good for you. And then, uh, Morgan, any activities outside of golf?
19: Also AP leadership,
18: and then the same as her. Okay. Hit the road and go? Yep. He's <laughs> a true
3: number one, though. You have him for both classes. I do, so yeah. So that's brilliant thinking. There. Yep.
1: So, so we'll let you ask or answer, what's your favorite class?
18: <laughs> okay, my favorite class is we work the school store fourth hour, which is just like a nice our, break in the yeah, day. Yeah, that's cool. And it's with all of our friends. But my favorite subject, maybe psychology. Ah, I like it. psychology.
1: And and for the golf, that, Coach, I mean, that's, they kind of go hand-in-hand, don't they?
17: for sure yeah it is. psychology we spend a lot of time actually in in golf practice talking about psychological things
1: and, and then um, for you what what's your favorite course that you play
18: I also like Harbor Shores we did spend a lot of time out there that's the summer or this last summer but my favorite course we played this season was probably our regional course which is Yankee Springs mm-hmm. it's pretty easy and uh, that's
1: what I need <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I like that one. And and this is for both of you young ladies. What's the hardest course that you've played in your career? Oh, uh, Margaret's <laughs> got that one. Yeah, yeah, She's like, remember, give me that yeah. one. <laughs> I
19: mean, I have like a list, but I would say <laughs> the Meadows.
1: The oh, Day. yeah.
18: Or Bedford Valley. I did not like that course. Okay,
3: so the a lot of trees. Grand Valley, and where's that,
17: Where's this one?
18: Um, Go Lake. Oh.
17: Bedford Valley, yeah. It's our. Usually it's a conference course. Uh, This year it wasn't, but um, it's our season opener a lot of years. Mm -hmm. Bedford Valley, it's kind of the Gull Lake region. Uh, It used to be a senior PGA stop. What made it hard? Was it long? Was it tight
3: fairways, tight greens?
19: Yeah, like all of that. Um, <laughs> and I have, like, a video on my phone of, like, three of our teammates. Like, one is in the water trying to hit their ball. One is, like, on this hill trying to hit off the hill. And then Morgan's, like, in, like, this ditch trying to hit all in the same hole. It's just and so I'm
1: funny. like, so? Yeah. <laughs>
3: that's, that's first hole for me. Yeah. Who plays the fairway? That's yeah, no. <laughs> nobody. Oh. So we got to know about the big man. Yeah, we,
1: we've heard there's some, some – uh, Yeah, a little trash talking going on at the high school and there's a big matchup coming up
3: on sunday here we go morgan what's what's going on tomorrow
18: tomorrow we're going with two of our guy friends to pebblewood to play against them now set the
3: backdrop you played them before we played
18: them before we did match play and we won by four holes three holes four four yeah
3: Uh, Four and three. And
18: let me just say, the weekend before that, we played a different two boys, (laughs) and we beat them 9-0. Oh! (laughs) Oh! Uh
3: -oh. Are we going to drop names here? Yeah, we we, we want to know who they are now.
18: (laughs) Okay, the first match was um, Drew Leukertz and Hudson Lang. Oh. Yeah. I bet
1: Hudson was talking out there. Oh, he was. he was.
18: It took like a week for them to actually play us, and they talk so much trash. <laughs> that's great.
1: But that's fun, though, isn't yeah. it, Coach? When, when, you know, and I know the guys, you know, they're probably looking for a date too on top of it. But <laughs> you know, um, that you know, the, the girl, they do have respect to the guys because they are challenging yeah. to, to do that, and I think that's great.
17: Yeah, it's a good way to just keep sharpening your skills, and it. it Probably for them, it's as important as any match that we play during the year. Yep. You want the bragging rights of this uh, 2v2.
1: Let me ask each of you, Margaret. Margaret, what are your goals now going into your senior year, both for you individually and as a team?
17: Um,
19: for me individually, I would just like to break 90. This year I was like pretty close to that, and I think that's a pretty good goal to like look forward to for next year and then for a team I really want to make it to state I haven't been there like I've never Mm -hmm. been there or experienced that and I think it would be a really cool accomplishment to say that I did. And Morgan? Um, Individually I would
18: just like to get better with like my mental game and my confidence because I really struggled with confidence this last season so I want to work on that and then for a team, I'd also say make it to state because my freshman year we made it and it was so fun and it was it just made it like the season so much more fun. So I think next year we have a really good chance, though. So
1: and then for coach, uh, what are some things you do? We got about uh, thirty seconds here. Mm-hmm. What do you kind of do in the off season to help promote the
17: program? To help with the program, um, really try to encourage play as many tournaments as possible. There's about four different tours. Um, in Michigan they can get involved with. And first tee, I always push that. And then we try to have a few kind of open sessions where girls can come in and um, kind of battle against each other. Well, we want to thank everybody
1: for coming on today. We had uh, St. Joe football, Lakeshore tennis, Benton Harbor volleyball. And we finished up here with uh, St. Joe Go coach, golf coach, Ryan Walters, along with Morgan Guzzo and Margaret Cox. We appreciate everybody listening to the Coaches show at Full Circle Cafe in downtown Stevenson WS 94.9 WSJM.